0: on a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safdie for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shalomor Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began eden Amen. Daf Nun. Today's daff is being studied, La Ilun Nishmat of Rahamb bin Esther. Ruwa Hashem Tani Henu Begana Amen. Today's Daff is being studied, Latzlacha Lachayalei Saba Yisrael Ve Toshavei Elish Yisrael Baruch Hu should give them Victory over their enemies And protection from the enemies as well Sim Shalom Ba'ares And Be'azat yeah. Hashem we should witness Yeshuot ve Nechamot And Be'azat Hashem Uba'l Siyon Go'el Amen Ve'amen We begin today's Daph on Dafnun Nun Amud Rishon On the top line Just to review where we're holding In the Sugiah On yesterday's daf, we learnt a very fundamental mahlokir in a specific case. The case was the Kohen that's bringing the par on Yom Kippur. He slaughtered the par and then he died. So now his uh, segan, which means the substitute Quran takes over. So the shayla is, does the substitute just have to bring in the blood of that Quran into the Kodash Kodashim? Or does he have to start from scratch and bring another par into the azalah, re-slaughter it and then bring the blood in? What is it dependent on the Gemara says? It depends. Is dam ikri par? When the Torah says he has to go with the par, a par for sure is the animal, but could you call dam also a par? And therefore since he's going with the dam, it's like he's going with the par. Or do you say no, dam no ikri par. mud is not a par. And therefore this coin's got to start from scratch to bring a par in and we slaughter it. So we had a mahluk, connection between the Yitzhak Nafha and the B.A.M.E. The Yitzhak Nafha held dam ikri par. Whereas the B.A.M.E. said no. So now the Gibbon of Yitzhakna is gonna ask the question on a bi'ami. be by the part of a Kohen Mashiach. That's a Qurban that the Kohen Mashiach must bring to atone for a certain sin. So regarding that Qurban that a Kohen Mashiach brings, it says, it call It says he will remove. And take out the entire par Outside the machane, outside the camp Now this pasuk is written after the animal was slaughtered already And still the pasuk is referring it to a par So you see what? That even after slaughtering It's called a par That's a question against the biyameh Gemara's answer Shiyotzii kula Taprashi Explaining what that means That you must take it all out It's an answer Kilomar the point of the Pasuk is not to tell you that after the slaughtering it's still called the Par. You would see it called the mimenu. The point of the Pasuk is whatever the remnants of this Korban, you must bring outside. So when it says we see it called the Par, that's the point. The remnants of the Par that you slaughtered, make sure you bring outside the machane. But I ask another question. We have a Pasuk by Yom Kippur. Pasuk says, Now this pasuk is talking about the par, the bull, and the sa'ir is the ram. The pasuk is in context after it was slaughtered and the blood was sprinkled. And still it's called a par and a sa'ir. This is a question against Rabbi Ami. Because again, Rabbi Ami says what? Dam lo ikribar. But here you see, even after the slaughtering, it's calling it a par and a sa'ir. So the papa says Ama the papa. La Papa says, Beor u basar u Regarding the skin of the animal, the flesh of the animal, the perish, the insides of the animal, the intestines of the animal, the lo peligi. Everybody agrees that those three parts of the animal are always considered the animal, even after the slaughtering. And that one is Pasuk is not a question. Because if I can read you the whole pasuk, the Pasuk says like this Vedpara Hatat Ved Sida Hatat Asiruva it damam ne Kaperba Kodesh that you sprinkled the blood, you'd see mehu il mechutzamahaneh the sarfubaesh it oratam ved besaram ved pershan. So on this one, we're talking about the actual part of the animal, the flesh of it, the meat of it, the intestines of it. Everybody agrees that's always considered part of the animal. That's why there's no problem for the pasuk to call it a par and a sair. Also, where's our mahlokit? To get what I says, our mahlokit is ki peligi The machloket is in the blood. dam That even the blood is considered par. Umar sabar, no, dam lo ikre par. Amar Rav Asher, Rav Asher comes along and says, Mestavra keman de amar dam ikre par. "I'll bring you proof according to the opinion that says dam ikre par. Dekhtiv. Bezot yavo Aaron ila Kodesh. Befar ben Bakar. It says, with this Aaron we'll go into the Kodesh Kodashim with the par ben Bakar. So the Geburah says, Atu bikerne'a me'ayyilleh. What, you're going to take the animal by its horns in the Kodesh Kodashim. The pasuk cannot mean when it says par, an actual par. Because you don't bring the animal into the Kodesh Kodashim. Ela bedamot. It must be referring to the blood. Ve'kari leh par. And the Torah calls it par. So you see what? Dam ikri par. Beautiful proof from Rav Asher. Oh, the Gemara says, ve'iddach. What is the other rabbi that says, Dam lo ikri par. As he learned this pasuk, he also agrees you don't bring the par in the Kodesh Kodesh Kodashim. So he learns the pasuk like this with what does Aaron become sanctioned and qualified to enter the Kodesh Bakar. with the part that he slaughtered in the Hazara now once he slaughters it he's able to go to the next process and walk into the Kodesh Kodeshim and therefore he'll say that's got no proof or no bearings of dam ikripar it's saying, Bizot la Kodesh. How does Aron gain entry into the Kodesh Kodashim? Befar ben Bakad that he slaughters outside in the Hazara But only a part is considered a part, but really Dab is Lo Ikri Par. The Gemaran continues. Viti pukle shemetu chemitube. Which means the Gemara is asking the following question. You are questioning above the Kohen died after slaughtering his pod. Does the just take his place and continue Or does he have to start from scratch? What's the question? Of course he has to start from scratch Because this pod is a hatat And the law is that a hatat That its owners died Whether when the animal is still alive Or even after shechita like in this case It does not go up as a Qurban. And the Gemara says, The rule is, it's got to be put to death, meaning it's not brought on the So, what is the Gemara's question? Even So, Rav Ada, tells Ravah "Amni Talmidcha." Your student answered this question. Who is your student? Amar Rav Hamram. Rav Amram said, Wow! This korban that the is bringing is classified as a chatatzibur. Yeah, yeah. Ve'lo lemitah azla. And a hatat sibur is different than a hatat yachid. Yes, hatat yachid. If the owner dies, it goes lemita, but not hatat sibur. Now, why would this be considered hatat sibur? That she points out because it's not only atoning for him and his family, but it's also atoning for all the kohenim. So, therefore, Rab Amram classifies this as a hatat sibur. So comes the Gemara and says, "What's the proof? D'itnan because of the following Mishnah." Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir was saying a statement to the Tanakama. We don't know what the Tanakama said yet. But we just know Rabbi Meir was reacting to something that Tanakama said. And what did Rabbi Meir say? The par that the Quran brings on Kippur. The habite Kohen Gadol. And the personal korban Minha called Habitin that the Kohen Gadol has to bring every day U Pesach, and and Korban Pesach the Korban Yahid who, we all agree that these three are considered Korban Yahid that's what the it, is saying at least that these three are considered Korban yahids. they eta et HaShabbat common denominator they push away Shabbat meaning they Shabbat they doheh et so the Gabriel says that implies the Ika Leman Damar the Sibur if Rabbi Meir is calling these three Kurbanot Yahid's, must be the Tanakhama that he's talking to classifies them as Sibur's. Now one of these three is a Par, Hatat of Kohen Gadol. So Rav Abram fortifies his position by saying, "Here yeah, I got an opinion of Tanakhama that agrees with me, that the Par of Yom Kippur is indeed called a Sibur. What's my proof? From the fact that Rabbi Meir called it Yahid, and he was talking to Tanakhama must be He's arguing with Tanakamah. And Tanakama must hold it is indeed Sibur. The Gemara said, that's how you're learning? doesn't make sense. For the Tamech, according to your reasoning, Diktani, further along that bright that says the following, Rabbi Yaakov. Yaakov told the Tanakamah, A korban that the Sibur has to bring in the case that they transgressed an Isud that was erroneously ruled by a Beddin. Beddin made a mistake. The Sibur followed the law of the Betin, and then they realized they were wrong. The law of the Sibur must bring a korban hatat. It's called par he'lem davar shel Sibur. That's the case where the majority of Israel worshipped Avodah Zarah by mistake. They have to atone by bringing a korban sa'ir, hatat. The ha'giga. Ha'giga is also considered a korban Sibur, even though it's an individual korban that's brought on the holiday. But since it's brought... But the throngs of people in the Beit HaMikdash, we call it a Korban Sibur. The Korban Sibur, the end of the Shabbat, the, Tumah. the common denominator between these two items is, it's not Doche Shabbat, and it's not Doche, amar the yachid. Are you going to tell me, with the same line of reasoning, that when the Aviyakov calls these Siburs, you mean Tanakamah is going to hold that these three things are Yaheeds? Could you call the Pari Alem Davash al-Sibur a Qur'an Yaheed? Could you call the Sayyid of Abu Dazir the Rabbim a Yaheed? So then the are is saying like this, you're learning the write that wrong. Just like you can not say that when the Bimi'ir is talking to Tanakamah, Tanakamah argues on the classification of these Qur'an, so too when the Bimi'ir is talking to Hakamim. It doesn't mean he's arguing on the classification. Meaning, just because Rabbi Meir called a part of Yom Kippur a Yahid, does not mean that Rabbi Meir calls it a Sibur. Ela, everybody holds that the part of Yom Kippur is called a Kurban Yahid. Oh, so then what was Rabbi Meir telling Tanakama? And what was the Yaakov telling Tanakama? So the Gibran says like this. Ela, le Tanakama they were responding to what Tanaka Ma'as said. Disham'e de Ka'amar. They heard Tanaka Ma'as say the following. Korban Sibur dochei et HaShabbat veet HaTum'a. Korban eno dochei lo at velo at HaTum'a. made a blanket statement. All Korban Ya'ids not dochei Shabbat. All Korban Siburs ye yeah, dochei Shabbat. Amador al-Rabim Meir, So Rabbi Meir said, Korban Yachid Kladahu, but the korban yachid that doesn't doheh Shabbat is that a general rule? can't be v'alopar yom ekipurim v'chabiteh kohen gadol u'pesach the korban yachidu these three are considered korban yachids and you agree that they're considered korban yachids v'doheh neta Shabbat and on the contrary these strings do push away Shabbat v'etatumah as well v'etatumah v'amal rabbi Yaakov the rabbi Yaakov hits it from the other side and he says korban sivur khalahut you are giving a rule by Korban Sibur that all Korban Sibur is on the Shabbat that's not so if you want to give a rule the rule is as follows if it's bound by time okay. Even if it's a private Korban like, Pesach It's Korban Yachid okay. But Zman kavua On Yudal Disan, San It's Dochei Shabbat Dochei Yom Tov Because it's not bound by time Which means even Korban hagiga, for example That you're calling it a Sibur But it's not Zman kavua. Because you have seven days makeup. If you don't bring it on the first day of the holiday, you can bring it on the next days. So therefore, the point is they would not that Talakama was arguing whether Par of Kippur is a Sibur. No, they hold it's a Yahid. And therefore it comes out according to Lava. Everybody holds Par of Yom Kippur is considered a korban Yahid. Abaye is the question to Ravah. Ravah that holds that there's no Tana that says the part of Yom Kippur is a Sibur, meaning he defended the position that all the Tanaim hold, that the part of Yom Kippur is considered a Yahid. So Abaye challenges him. Can you have the par or the sair of Yom Kippur that got lost? And they brought substitutes in their stead and they brought them as a korban. And then they found the originals. Kulam, meaning all those that were lost. Yamutu. Again, since the original ones were brought and the kapara was done already, so the deen is on the original ones. The deen is what? You have to put them to death. Okay? That's the opinion of who? Rabbi Yehuda. The very Rabbi Yehuda. Kulam yamutu. Rabbi al Rabbi Shimon, Umrim. I say, no. These korbanot over here, the originals, you don't put them to mita. When you find them, what do you do? Yir'u achi yista'abu. Let them graze. Until a blemish comes upon them. V'yimachiru. Sell them. Meaning sell the behemah. And now the Mehma goes to Khulin. And what do you do with the money that's Kurdish? But the money you buy, Kurmanot Sibur. Why? She'en Hatat Sibur Meta. Which means, because this is a classical case of Hatat Sibur. And the rule is that Hatat Sibur is not Meta. Only when it's a Yahidz But this is a Sibur. Oh, so therefore, Rava, you see clearly an opinion that holds. That the part of Yom Kippur is considered a qatar sibur. So how does answer? He'll say, "Amale my part." What does he mean when it says "part" in the Brayta? "Part Aleem Davash sibur." <laughs> it's talking about a part of the sibur. He'lem Davash sibur, meaning the part of the Brayta is not the part of Kippur. So the Gemara is: What are you talking about? The of Yom Kippurim Ketani. The Braytah says, Par Vesair Shil Yom Kippurim The Latin Kebron says, Ki Ketani Adesair Now, the Yom Kippur is going back at the sair. So I read it like this, Par, Kama Disair Shil Yom Kippurim So the Par is the Lebn Sibur And the sair is the Kippur, which is the Sibur as well The Kebron says, fine, but we have another Braytah which is much more explicit That tanya, Par Shil Yom huh, period now, for sure, we're talking about part of your kippur. The Sarei should make kippurim. Shah, do they got lost? The fish, Acharim, touched them, and you brought substitutes in their stead. Kula, Yamuto, the very Beulam. The Bil, Hazaver, Bishvachon, Omrim. he Yir'u at least Abu be Let them graze, and they get a blemish. Sell the animal. The kedusha goes on the money. The Yipelun and Demehem, then and the money is go to a Nedabah for the Mizrbaiah. She'en Qatad Sibur Meta. Why? Because a Khatat of the Sibur is not put to death Meaning, the part of Yom Kippurim is called a Khatat Sibur So therefore Rav ha, You want to come along and say, everybody holds this a Khatat yachid. It's not so? You see clearly they're calling it a Khatat Hasibur And therefore Rav Amram was right When Rav Amram said that this is Khatat Sibur and therefore it's not Mettah Therefore this is She'elah Can you continue bringing the blood in or not? That's a valid answer So Rav ha comes along and says, fine LO TEMA SHE EIN SIBUR META ELA EMA shen EIN SHUTAFIM META Which means, instead of reading the Brayta that you just quoted me And read it as hatat SIBUR Read it as hatat SHUTAFIM Meaning it's a korban of partners Which means That the Hidush of Rabbi Shem'on in the Brayta is That a korban Hatat, of partners Like in this case over here It's not olech limita It's not olech limita And the Abu is saying this is a case of Kurban, Hatat, of Shutafim So Terat the Kibra, yes, good So you answer the Brayta However, May Nafka Mina What's the Nafka Mina? Which means like this Bottom line, once I showed you, whether it's a part of a Sibur, or whether it's a part of a Shutafim, that it's not Oleh Lemitah, so Rabbi Amram was right. When Rav Amram said, it's considered a part of a Sibur, therefore it's not Oleh Lemitah, he was right. So you go, no, don't call it a Sibur, call it Shutafim, either way. But the point is, it's not Oleh Lemitah. So it's semantics, you wanna call it this, you wanna call it that, what's the nafkamina? To that Rabbi says, no, there's a Nafkaminah. He says, okay, granted. The only reason why I don't want you to call it a Sibur is because we have a law. Let's say, Betty made a ruling. An erroneous ruling. The majority of one tribe followed the ruling. What's the deen? That tribe must bring a par davar. Because the tribe is considered a kahal. And if you have Rod Kahal, which is Rod Sibur, they bring. Same case. Betimen erone- erroneous ruling. The Kohanim, the tribe of the Kohanim, the majority of them, filed the erroneous ruling. Do they bring a party of them, the Sibur? No. Because Kohanim are not called Kahal. Because only those that inherited the Helik and Israel are called Kahal. Therefore, what Abba was saying, I don't want you to call the Par, of the Kohen a Quran Sibur Because that will give an implication that Kohanim are Sibur Where will you make the mistake? By a part of the Sibur thinking that if Roth Kohanim make the mistake of the Beddin, they bring the korban. So he says, "Right, don't call it uh, Sibur, call it Shutafut But bottom line, Rav Amram is right When Rav Amram said that the part of the Kohen Gadol is a Sibur, or you rather, like, you rather call it a Shubtafut, so you don't make a mistake. The point is, it's not Limita. And since it's not Limita, the Gemara's original question was good. Do you continue bringing the blood? Or do you have to bring an original one? And what's that dependent on? That's the bottom line. Is that or not? The Gemara continues. Ta Shema. We have a writer. Deba'e Rabbi El Azar. Rabbi Al-Azhar had a question. According to the opinion that says the part of Yom Kippurim is indeed a Korban Yahid, is so that's the opinion of Rabbi Meir that we had in the bright above, that he clearly said that part of Yom Kippurim is considered a Korban Yahid, so his question was, can you make Timurah on such an animal or not? What is Timurah? When you want to transfer the Kiddushah of one animal to another animal. So the Gemara's question is according to the opinion that says that the Qurban part of Yom Kippurim of the Kohen, is considered a Qurban Yahid. So is it subject to the laws of timura or not? So the Gemara says, mikhlal amar disibur, disibur, which means from here we can imply that if there's an opinion that says there's a Yahid, which is the Bimi'ir, must be those that argue on the Bimi'ir hold that the part of Yom Kippur is indeed a Qurban, Sibur. So that again goes against what Ravah wanted to say. Because Ravah wanted to say that everybody holds really the Qurban of Kippur is considered Qurban Yahid. And here we see that you have an implication that the Bimi'ir holds Yahid, but the other opinions that argue against them must hold Sibur. That the de says, Lo. Like we said above, that all the implication is coming to say that, well, Rabbi Mi'ir holds, it's Qurban Yahid, those that are arguing Rabbi meir they agree that it's not Yahid, but it's not Sibur either, they call it Shutafin, meaning it's a Qurban of partnership. And As we said above, it doesn't matter for Rava whether you call it a Sibur, or whether you call it Shutafin, bottom line of Amram's original answer, that said, that the pot is a sibur, and therefore uh, it is subject to continuing bringing it on the mizbayah, meaning it's not considered a problem of hatat chemetu metu that it goes lamita, whether you call it a sibur or shutafin, but... All Rava was saying is that he'd rather call it a shutafin, a partnership, than use the word sibur, like we said above, not to make a confusion with the case of Pari alim davar shel sibur, into thinking that kwanim also would bring that korban. The Gemara continues. Gufa. We had a statement by hey, Rabbi Elazar. Rabbi Elazar had a question: "LeDevre HaOmer, Par Yom Kipurim, Korban Yachid." According to the opinion that said that the part of Yom Kippurim is considered a personal korban or korban yachid, I meaning according to the Bimi ear that said the part is considered korban yachid, or set temura or in <inaudible> or set temura, can is it subject to the loss of temura or not? So the Gemara says, "Ma'ika meBayanem." What is the question? What are the two sides of the question? Ibatar <inaudible> Magdish. As Linan, do we go after the uh, Kohen that sanctified it and consecrated it? And therefore since the Kohen, he buys the Kurban with his own, his own money. And he's the one that's mekadesh it. So therefore if you go after the mekadesh, it's considered a perfect Kurban Yahid. And therefore it is subject to the laws of Timura. Meaning, if you transfer the Kiddushah from the Par, to a different animal, the timura will also be Kodesh. Or do we go after those that are getting atonement? Now if you go after those that are getting atonement, there are many that are getting atonement. Meaning you have the Kohen, his family, and the other Kohanim as well. Now that would be considered many. There's no timura on a Korban that is affecting many. So that's the two sides. Do you go after the Magdish, and there is timura, or do you go after the Mitkaper, and there's no timura. Kabbalah says, what do you mean? Peshita, Mitkaper, it's Pashut, that one deciding this question, you should definitely go after the mitkaprim. We have a statement from Rabbi Abu in the name of Rabbi Yohanan. We're talking about a specific case of it. a person that made an animal Kodesh for his friend. What does that mean, he made an animal Kodesh for his friend? His friend, let's say, made a nidr To bring a Qurban to the betta So So, uh, that person's friend made an animal Kodesh for that guy. Meaning, Mr. A made an animal Kodesh for Mr. B's obligation. So the Gebra says, "Amagdish, the one that made the animal Kodesh, if let's say the animal becomes blemished, and now you need to redeem it, meaning to take the kiddushah off with money, Mosif homish. The law is that besides making an even transaction of how much the money is worth, you also have to add a homish. That's the deen of pidyon. So the hadush of this statement is that only when the magdish makes the pidyon. The homish is applicable. However, if the friend, meaning in our case, Mr. B, that the Qurban was uh, sanctified for, so since he's not the magdish, the law of homish does not apply. Meaning, if the second guy wants to redeem the animal, it's just a straight redemption without homish. How do we know that? We know that from Pesukim, because the Pesuk says ha-Magdish Yigal, Only the Magdish is subject to a twenty percent uh, extra, not the Mchaper. Uh, well, and that's the first case. Next case is Vamitkaper or Seba Temura. Regarding the law of Temurah meaning. Who has the right to transfer the kiddushah from one animal to the next? Not the magdish. In this case, it's the mitkaper, meaning the one that the animal is coming for. But if the magdish made timura, the timura is not kodesh. Because the law is you're only the one that can make the timura is the one that the animal is coming to be michaper for. The third thing was said that Toreh, Mishelo, Al-Chil, Havero, a person will say is taking tirumah from his own produce to cover the produce of his friend. The benefit of choosing which kohen he's going to give the tirumah to Is to the one that separated the tirumah And again, let's say uh, the certain guy has a field The guy didn't take his tirumah yet So his friend says, I'm going to take tirumah from my field to cover your field So the Kabbalah says, you can do that You can be torem shelo bishfil havero But the decision of who the kohen Which queen is going to get it, that's on the Torem. In any event, you see over here from the second law that Rabbi Yohanan taught, is that regarding Timura, we go after the Mechaper. So therefore, back to our question. If you hold that the Kurban par, av Mikippurim is considered Kurban Yahid. So you yes, asked, is it subject to Timurah or not? So you yes, asked, what does it depend on? Do you go after the Magdish or the Mikhapir? Well for sure you go after the Mikhapir. And difference is you have many people that are getting atoned over here. So therefore it's Timurah is only applicable to a private Qurban, but not to a Qurban that has many mikhapreem. Hey, we all agree for sure you look at it when it comes to Timurah to the Mitkaprem. But the question is how do you look at the Mitkaprim? The brothers, his brothers, the kohanim that are receiving kapara bikbiota mit kapre. Do we look at them as if they're receiving their kapara, which the gemara calls Ota, which literally would mean an established partner, which means when the kohen bought the animal, he bought it with kavana that is for him and his family members as well as the other kohanim, and therefore they're regular partners. Therefore, it's not going to be considered subject to timura. Or odema or do we consider it as a, um, a a a secondary kapara, meaning really the kohen when he buys it, he's buying it for himself. And the kapara is for himself. But derech agav, as an in incidental, the other kohanim through the Kohen Gadol get their kapara. But not that he bought it with them in mind and with the, as if they're his partners. And therefore, we all agree that the kapara is the ikar over here. Which is, when you're looking at Timura, it goes on the mitkaprim. So the sheila is, are the mitkaprim considered his partners? And therefore, it's not going to be subject to Timura, because Timura is only subject to a private Qurban. Or do we say, no, really, you go after the But the mitkaprim are only incidental to the Kohen. Which means, literally the word uh, in the Gemara, bikufya means to float. As if they're just floating on the Kapara of the Kohen. But he's the Ikar. And there would be regular Korban if it would not be subject to the law of Temurah. So the Gemara tries to prove which side is correct. Tashema, come and listen, we have a bright. There is Chumrot, that a regular Zevah has. That means a regular animal that a person made Hikdish. It's called a Zevah. There's certain chumrot, stringencies that that animal has, over temurah, over an animal that was the exchange animal, where you transferred from the Kiddushav one animal to the second animal. That second animal is called temurah. So again, the zeva has stringencies over temurah, the chumr betemurah bebezevah. And for that matter, uh, temurah has some stringencies over a zeva. Now the gemara is going to explain what are they. Chomer, the stringencies of a zevah, of a regular kurban that was A zevah, you can consecrate an animal, whether it's a kurban yachid, Just as well as a kurban sibur is consecrated. الشabbat, both these animals can be duheh shabbat. The etatumah also can override tumah. And of course, a regular zevah is subject to the law of Timura, meaning if the person wants to transfer the kiddushah of the animal to another animal, it will happen. Timura is viable. Mashe'en but these stringentities do not apply to an animal of timura. Meaning, the animal of timura is not duqay shabbat. You cannot bring it on shabbat. Nor can you bring it in a state of tumah. Nor can you make a timura to a timura. Which means you cannot make an exchange for an animal that was exchanged already. You can only make timura once, but en osim timura murato as the hakamim learned from pesukim. Now the gemara goes the other way. Chomer bitimurah me bezevah. The stringencies on the timura animal than the zevah. Shat the animal of timura Hala al mum kavua, which is even if the animal that you transfer to kiddushat you knew it was a ba'al moon. It had a blemish, a permanent blemish. Still, the kedushah goes on the animal. And what type of kedushah goes on it? Kedushat taguf, which is intrinsic kedushah, which is the highest level of kedushah. Meaning, even if you want to redeem it after, meaning you want to transfer the kedushah of the animal, to money, it does not fully go to the Gazez for the shearings, the and for working. Meaning, anything that has a status of kedushat even when you take the Kiddusha off of it, it only allows you to slaughter the animal to eat it. However, there is Kiddusha that remains, that you cannot use the shearings, nor can you work the animal. Now, the Kiddush of Temura is that kedushat is hal, even on a Baal Mum. Mashe'enken Bezebach. Masha'enken on a regular animal, if you sanctified it, and you knew it was a Baramu, and you sanctified it, it has Kedushat Damim. Meaning it's a lower sanctification, just a monetary sanctification. And therefore when you redeem it, the entire Kedushah goes off. So again, let's review that last point. There's a big difference between Timurah and Zebah. Timurah, even if you sanctified it when it was a Baramu, it retains the status of Kedushat Aguf. And therefore when you redeem it, it'll retain Kedushah on the Gizot, on the... Shearings as well as working You will not be able to work the animal You will not be able to slaughter it and eat it When it comes to a Zevah, A regular korban, If you knew that it was a baalmum And you sanctified it anyway It does not get kidushah taguf like Timurah It only gets kidushah damim When you redeem that animal It Kidushah totally goes off And you are able to use even the shearings As well as working the animal So that's the humrah that Timurah has over the Zevah. So the Gemara asks, Hi Zavach, What's the case of the Zevar that you're talking about? Meaning you told me, a zevah that's applicable to Yahid and Sibul is the Shabbat and is subject to the laws of Timurah. which type of Korban are we talking about now we know that a Yahid for example can bring one of three Qurbanot. he can either bring a Korban Ola he can bring a Qurban Khatat or he can bring a Qurban Shilamim so the discussion over here is which Korban are we talking about so if we are actually talking about a regular Korban which means uh, Ola Khatat or Shilamim of a private person hold it does a korban Yahid, or He Shabbat, or does it override the laws of Tum'ah? So we can't be talking about that. Eh, the Sibur. Also, must be talking about a Kurban Ola, or a Hatat, or a Shilam of the Sibur. The Gebel says, wait, that can't be me. I want Temura. Is it subject to the laws of Tum'ah? Tem Temura? Meaning we know that a korban Sibur, you cannot make Temura on it. So the Gebel is saying, what's the case? So you have a korban Yahid, can be born as a yaqid as well as a sibur and both are Duhesh shabbat and also subject to temurah. Ela <inaudible> la vipar. Must be we're talking about the par of Yom Kippur. Which means it's a khatat that can either be owned by an individual like the case of Kippur, or you can have a khatat of a Sibur. a Shabbat Tumah. And this type of part, I mean the part of Yom Kippur, since it has a set time, it's Duchet Shabbat as well as Tumah, the Kavialisman, the Ose And furthermore, this Qurban now, not only is the korban of Kippur, the obviously, but a regular korban hatat of Sibur, that's Kavu Azman, is also the But it's also Hosei which means you can also make Timuran such an animal, the korban yahidu, because the part of the Kohen gadol, which is a private offering, it is subject to the law of Timura. And therefore, we've answered our question, that we consider it a korban yahid. And even though... Others are receiving kapara from the korban, meaning even though it's considered uh, mekaper for many people, meaning him his family, other korbanim, it's still considered Yahid because they're just floating on his kapara, what's considered a regular korban, Yahid. Let's review what's being said over here. The Gemara is trying to prove this his braita, that when the braita said a zebah, a zebah applies to Yahid in the sibur, a type of zebah that applies to Yahid in the sibur is duheh shabbat and is also subject to temura. Which type of Korban are we talking about? So the Gebarah we must be talking about a par. The par of Yom Kippurim. That's a khatat, that's brought by an individual, like on Kippur, but it's also brought as well by Sibur. And in both cases, they are what? Doha Shabbat, which is true, and also they are subject to timura, meaning the par of Yom Kippur, which is the Korban that we're talking about, is indeed subject to timura. Why? Because it's considered a legitimate part of it's considered a legitimate it's kurban yachid. Why? Because we consider the those that are getting atoned, it's considered just floating on the Kohen skapara. So therefore we've answered our question that indeed it is subject to the law of Timura. Amar Ravsheshat lo. No, he says no. Behloh Sheil Aaron that says that no. The bride is really talking about not a khatat, but it's talking about a Qurban Olah. Now, a Korban Ola can be either owned by a private individual or it can be owned by the community. Now, the specific Korban that we're talking about over here would be talking about the olah of a Kohen gadol that he brings on Kippur. Now, of course, this olah of the Sa'ir uh, is Doche Shabbat and it is Doche Tum'ah, obviously, because it's brought on Kippur. And can also affect Timurah. Because it's a private Qurban of the Kohen. So if again, when the Gemara said, Zebach is Doche Shaban and is subject to Timurah, it's not about the par of Kohen, it's about the Sa'ir, meaning it's talking about the Ola, meaning there's a korban uh, Yahid Ola, and there's a kurban Tzibur Ola. Good. And this Ola that we're talking about of the Sa'ir is subject to timura because it's a Yahid and it's also Doche Yom Kippurim. So we have no proof that a part of a Kohen Gadol is subject to the law of Temura. The Gemara goes on to say that Rav Shishar has to be right. <laughs> that it makes sense that the Brite is not talking about the part. The Isra Because if you think we're talking about, when it's a Zeva, it's about the part of the Kohen Gadol, and let's, let's, let's speak it out. Meaning that the Zeva, I mean the part of the Kohen Gadol, is subject to to uh, Timura, as well as, it's Doche Shabbat, Mashi'enken, the Timura of the par, Because we're comparing Zeba to Timura. So, Mashi'enken is the Timura of the same animal. Meaning, if you make a Timura of the part of the Kohen, it will not be uh, Doche Shabbat. Uh, However, it's Mashma, that you cannot bring it on Shabbat, but during the week, you can bring it. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Shabbat de hudelodachya ha bechol makrib karba Would you bring a khatat that you made a timurah on it? Could you bring it during the week? Ha-timurat khatati It's called a timurat khatat Hu-timurat limita'azla. And one of the khatat that gets killed and does not go on the mezbah Is a Timurah ve-hatat And therefore we must be referring to the Quran olah And not the khatat So let me speak this outside again which means, we're proving that the Brayta, when it said the word Zevach, it must be referring to a Kurban Olah. And it's saying like this, the Olah Yom Kippur, which is considered Doche Yom Kippur, obviously. And it's also subject to Timurah because it's considered a private Kurban of the Kohen. Now, incidentally, it's a korban Ya'i, but it also comes in a form of Simur. Of course, of Allah also comes in Simur. But the korban that we're talking about is the Kurban of Sa'ir of Kippur. The Gemara says that we cannot be talking about the Par, which is a Khatat of Kippur. Why? Because if you think we're talking about the Par of Khatat, what is the Kabbalah saying? A Zevah is subject to the law of Timurah, meaning the par, chattah, you can make timurah. And what? It's also docheh Shabbat. Mashe'ek the timurah of that par is not docheh Shabbat. So the implication would be, it's not docheh Shabbat, but you can bring a timurah of a chattah during the week. And that's not so. You cannot bring the timurah of a during the week. So therefore, must be, we're talking about a sa'ir Of an ula. Gebra says, no, Really, I can tell you that when it said Zevar, it's talking about the Hatat. And it's saying what? the Hatat, that's a Yahid, that can also be what the Sibur, has the stringencies, that what? It's the Shabbat, and it's also subject to Temura, and it's referring to the part of the Kohen Gadol. Aye, you asked, that what do you mean? Then how could the Temura of such an animal be brought during the week? No, Umay Temura, when it said temura, shem temura, means the category of temura. We're not referring to the temura of this specific animal. We're just trying to tell you the zebah, uh, meaning the part of Yom Kippur, the hatat, which is brought bi-yachid, as well as besibur, is doche Shabbat, is subject to temura. Mashiach, the general category of temura, not specifically the temura of a par. Meaning the general category of temura that's even brought during the week is not... Subject to uh, the Hayat Shabbat and is not subject to uh, Timura itself, and therefore we're able to say back that really the Bracha was talking about the part of Yom Kippur. And when it said Timura, it's not the Timura of the part; it's the general, general Timura, meaning general animals that are in Timura. Even if you can bring them during the week, meaning it's not a Hatat, even if it's all that general. Timura is not Dochei Shabbat, all of them, which is true to all of them, no Timura is Dochei Shabbat, and no Timura can be made a Timura from it. So the Gabbana says, oh, what you're saying that the Timura is really Shem Timura, Iyache, Zebach, Nameh, Shem Zebach. So then you can come along and generalize the whole Brayta and say that when the Brayta said Zeva, it's not referring to a part either of Kippur. It's not referring to a specific, I'm just talking about to a generalization, meaning general category category of Zevachim. And it's saying what? That, yeah, in the general category of Zevachim, you have Yahid, you have Sibur, uh, they are Doche Shabbat. Which ones are Doche Shabbat? The ones that are uh, Kavu Zman, and they're also the Tumah as well, and they also could made, be made a Temura, I uh, Temura, but we're not specifically talking about about a specific Qurban, meaning there's a general rule uh, regarding regular Qurbanot uh, that are subject to, again, overriding Shabbat, overriding Tum'ah, of course, items that are, uh, have a Zman kavua'e, a fixed time. Now, which doesn't apply to the general category of Timurah. So make everything general. I Meaning, don't even learn part of Kippur in the first part of the Blaita. Gemara says, "Shem Zevach Lo Ketani." It says, wait, it cannot be talking about a general classification of Zevachim. How do you know? The Gemara says, "Mimai Because one of the stringencies that Timura has over Zebah is al That what that when you make an animal Timura, the Timura itself can be a b'al and still it has kedushat d'guveena When you redeem it, it does not go to full chulin for its shearings for the and to. Use it. That's a humrah that timura, the general category of timura, has. It's animals can be consecrated for timura, even if it's a Mash can be Meaning if you can learn like you're learning, meaning the general category of Zebah, there's no Zebbah that can be gen be consecrated, can a goof with a Baalmoom. And that's not so. If Shem you're talking about the general category, what are you talking about? We have two korbanot. Bechor. What is the... Bechor, that be the firstborn, let's say, calf or the lamb or a goat, that the firstborn automatically is kadosh at birth. And therefore, whether it's shalem or even if it's a baralmum, in either case it's given to the kohen. If it's shalem, the kohen brings it as a korban. If it's a baralmum, the kohen is able to eat it. However, it has kidusha taguf even if it's a ma'amum, and he cannot use the shearings nor work it. For that matter, ma'asir. Ma'asir is the uh, tenth that one has to give from his herd and flock. Every year the newborn calves are brought into the corral, and you lead them through a narrow gate, and the tenth of the animals is branded, and that is considered kodesh. And therefore, the Torah says that what? It has Kiddusha even if it is a Baal So the Kabbalah is asking the question, How can you tell me we're talking about General Zeva'im? Because if we're talking about General Zeva'im, then the B'rata doesn't make sense. Because you tell me, Temura has a stringency over General Zeva'im. Because Temura can have Kiddusha in Baal Ma can... Zevachim That's not so Zevachim do get Kedusha Some of them For example Bechol has kedushat Even if it is blemished And uh, maaser as well So it says Bechol and the al-bar al-mum Kavua Ve'en yotzin Nechalin i gazi Zevri And even when you redeem them They remain in Kedusha For their shearings And for working El Hashem Zevach Lo ketani So you cannot say We're talking about of a General Zevachim We must be talking about Specific Zevach And specifically in our case The Hatat that's what the i is saying. Uh, the Hatad, for example, and when you uh, designate it, if it's a Baal Mum, it's not going to be considered Kedush But you can't say in general, because once you open it up to general, you open yourself up to Bechon and Maaseh, that is equal to Timura in that respect. So the Geblad says, Umay Timura." Hold on. Why? When it comes to Timurah, you say it's a general category. But when it comes to uh, Zeba, it's not a general category. So the Geburah says again, Shem Timurah Achati. Because in timura all the Timurahs follow the same rule. None of them are Doche Shabbat. None of them are Doche Tum'ah. And none of them can you make a Timurah to a Timurah. So therefore you can learn the statement to be true by General Timurah. However, Zeba, you can't learn General Zeba for the reasons we stated because bottom line it has these two items that it is equal to timura, and if a Timurah doesn't have a Chumrah over that those two because both can be consecrated even as a Baalmum so the Gavara concludes we must say it's talking about specific and what specific we are we talking about? the hatat, meaning the Par let's go back meaning the Par of Yom Kippur is considered what? a Kurban Yahid and it's going to be subject to what? the Krimi Ha'al Shabbat meaning it's Tukh Shabbat it's and it's subject to timura. That is it is our original question. If it's, if it's subject to Timurah, it must be considered a full-fledged Kurban Yahid, because we look at the Mekhaprin, the Qohanians that are getting Kapara, as just floating on the kohens Kapara, but it's really a korban Yahid, and therefore subject to Timurah. Baruch ad Amen ve-Amen.